waffles, orange juice, Vegemite on toast. I don't smell any of that. Yeah, but I thought this was like the breakfast show. It's a show at breakfast time. We do quizzes, interviews, good news and current events. Look, Blake, I know that you're new here, but we're trying to feed people spiritual food, not physical food. Oh, okay. I can do that. So do you think you can do the intro now? Tune in every weekday morning right here on Faith FM for the new Breakfast Combo with Blake and Lawson. Welcome to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 or on the internet. Wherever you are, you are listening to The Breakfast Show and you're joined by myself, Lawson, and my fantastic, amazing boss of a co-host, Man, literally, better every day. Robbie Bergen. Robbie, how are you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing doing well. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm surviving. Kicking goals. Oh, uh, you know, if I can get out of bed... And time to come here. I'm doing well. Oh, praise God. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it every day. It's, it's a bit of a, uh, yesterday, bit of an early start. Yesterday was a long day. So if, <laughs> if, if you didn't know, we're here at camp meeting or at big camp in North New South Wales, which is a, a Christian convention where thousands of people come together and we all stay on the side and go to different meetings each night. But yeah, I was, I was here in the, in, in the radio station that we've set up, our impromptu little studio that we've got here, then I ran out and from like mid up until midday, I was like hanging out with all these kids <laughs> and singing songs. And then I was, I was blessed enough to get a, a nap in, in the, in the afternoon. But then, uh, that's why you survived. Yeah. But then going to the night meeting, I think I got to bed at like 11. Yeah. PM. You know, you're just talking to people, getting around. Well, it's been good though. Like I've really enjoyed like the conversations here, meeting mm. like literally it was like about, I think it's about three or 4,000 people here at the moment. Yeah. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's like, it's like a small commune. Yeah. You know, we're just, we're just hanging out, uh, but not participating in, in commune activities as. So there's one highlight be. so far. What would be for you? Floating with girls. Nah, just kidding. Just <laughs> You say like you're kidding, but I don't know. Nah, 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 um, highlight so far. I've done lots of music stuff. Yeah. That's been really fun. I, I think, def- I think, I think highlight like outside of myself, uh, Pastor Rome. I've yeah. been. What's he talking about? He has been talking about the everlasting gospel. So I've been in the young adults tent uh, so every night. So you're getting primed for our Bible study time. Absolutely, because that's exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Well, coming up in today's show, we're going to be talking about an unfortunate and tragic event that has happened in Alabama, 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 Alabama over the, over the last couple of days, as well as, oh, just a number of stories that have come out about all kinds of deception and trickery. Ooh, but, uh, spicy. you're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Broadcasting from camp meeting here all the way out in, in the, in the sticks. Hey, it's not that far. It's on, it's on the coast. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're, yeah. we're, we're on that golden, you know, Brisbane to, to Melbourne coast. I was telling someone yesterday, I was explaining to actually Laura, who we had in here. Oh, yeah. I was, I was explaining to her, there was a group of us having a conversation. If you draw a line from Brisbane to Perth, you've got 90% of Australia's population living on the bottom side of that line. Yeah. And 10% or maybe even 5%. 
living on the top side of that line. Yeah. You know, just, just giving her some grasp as to, you know, our population spread, which is incredibly uneven. When you come Australia. from the States, like Australia is hard to fathom because like we're about the same sort of size mm-hmm. and yet there's nowhere near the number of towns, cities, mm. population. It's just, it's such a different space. Yeah. And especially because there's just nothing going on on the inside. Australia is a donut. Don't. Don't be too hard on our Alice Springs listeners. Oh, shout out Alice Springs. You know, there, there's something I'm going to keep on. grounding you to be national. Yeah, that's... National. Uh, yes, when, when national there is radio, stuff happening. there's stuff happening out there. We've had I, listeners request stuff from Alice Springs, from Tennant Creek, so they're out there. Absolutely. I've never been to the centre of Australia. I feel like it's a place that I need to go to. I've been up to Darwin, and yeah. I've, I've been right around the coast yeah. of Australia. So but, you've done the donut. Yeah, I've done the donut, but I haven't haven't <laughs> been in that hole. You know, Maybe we should do the breakfast show live from Alice Springs. That would be amazing. It would. I would be soaking. But guys, what we need to do is give you opportunity to win prizes. We want to win this week. Mm. So we've got a giveaway this week. And we're doing a little bit different. We're giving a giveaway every single day. And the giveaway is merch. Mm. Faith FM merch. Mm. And yesterday, the the t-shirt was so... Like, everyone was so into it and Mm. really bummed they didn't get it. We're going to do it again. Oh, Okay. So, same style. We've got five questions throughout the course of the show. Every answer you get correct, you'll go in with an extra chance into mm. the magic spinning wall, uh, wheel thing that we've yes. got going on. Yes, our wheel. And mm. uh, you'll get go on the draw to win a Faith FM t-shirt. So, question number one, you ready? Mm-hmm. Super easy, mm-hmm. as I want to give away stuff. Here okay. it is. Question number one. How old was Enoch when he was taken by God? <laughs> How old was he? If you know the answer to how old Enoch was, text it into 0491-064-669. That's 0491-064-669. And you'll go into the draw to win a Faith FM t-shirt. And remember, guys, our quiz usually works in the way that... We have one answer and we're giving you easier and easier clues. Whereas now we're just, we're just doing we're easy just going, clues. Yeah. We're just going you have five it. opportunities, five different answers. 0491-064-669. And guys, you want one of these Faith FM shirts. They're legendary. If I can say so myself, they are drip. They are stylish. I have no they, idea what that means, but it sounds yeah, pretty cool. It, it will, it will give you, if it will give you style points. I've been <laughs> rocking my double XL around camp here and hey, I've. The lady who won yesterday, she's yeah. like, please do not send me a double XL. Yeah. She, I saw the text <laughs> message. She's like, I'm, I'm pushing five feet. You know, I'm not that much taller. I'm, I'm like, I'm like five seven on a good day, but that, but that's the point is yeah. that I just, you know, it's just, this is flowing off me. You do it well. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, 0491-064-669. How old was Enoch when he was taken by God? Now, Robbie, what's yes. happening in the world of okay. positively different news? I've got some really interesting news this morning. The first one is from here in Australia, which is always good to have a bit of Australian news. Um, last week, there was an article that was posted, and it's about an interesting phenomenon that's taking place across Australia, which I have never heard of, and I probably should have. But anyway... You know what a library is? Yeah, 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 yeah. You still use those things? I do all the time. All right, so... All the time. For those who may be like, you know, not having a clue what a library is these days because Google's replaced everything pretty much, a library is a place you go and you borrow books, right? So there's these creative ladies across Australia who are not creating libraries but creating toy libraries. 
So it's basically mm-hmm. a setup where they have a whole collection of toys. You pay it like an annual membership. And then you have the ability every four weeks to go to the library and change out the toys for your kids. Mm-hmm. And basically what they're saying is that this has become a huge, there was 180,000 families that registered for toy li- libraries in the last few months. And they're putting it down to the increase of inflation, the cost of living pressures and not being able to get toys for people's kids. And so they're joining these toy libraries and then they get to have access to new toys all the time. It's mm-hmm. quite an interesting idea. So that's uh, something happening right across Australia. One lady who was interviewed, she said, now I can't believe this, but anyway, she says, in the last three years, by being a part of the toy library, she has saved $15,000 in toys for her kids. I'm thinking, I've got two kids. 15000 15000 In two, uh, my, my oldest son is seven. There's no way in the world I've spent $15,000 on toys. Not a chance. But anyway, it's uh, working for a lot of people. So maybe uh, check out toy libraries if you're interested in trying to save some money for toys for your kids. Now, I, I can't I can't necessarily judge that number because I grew up racing motorbikes. And my, <laughs> Isn't it $15,000 per bike? Uh, well, not quite, but... It was, it was definitely that investment, that, that type of investment, like each year to go and, to go and race. And then I I would say, I would say that amount of money, like a $15,000, that was probably when I was racing peewees, like when I was six. Really? For the year. And then for- What were your parents just like loaded? Like just actually, actually, kind of, yeah. Like they were, they were doing okay. well, and then, and then they went bankrupt. But praise God, my my parents <laughs> because are, of your writing, uh, maybe. <laughs> praise God, my parents are doing well today. But uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm in no place to judge. But that's amazing that this toy library is such a blessing to the kids. Yeah, man, look, it's a good idea. I didn't even think of it. Like if if you have a way to to get toys and things. But here's the thing: like when I grew up as a kid, which wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago, we never got toys really. Like maybe a Matchbox mm-hmm. car here or there. Mm-hmm. Everything you play with, you made. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Go jump off a tree and you know build a fort, and mm-hmm. drag some rocks around, and yeah, pick <laughs> up a stick yeah, and yeah. poke a tree with it. Yeah, so like the world's changing. I get it, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's a good idea. Hey, here's another story for you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This one's kind of weird. Uh-huh. So in South Africa, there it was a uh, little. I think it's a seven seater plane that was flying. Oh. Mm-hmm. And as it's flying, the pilot feels something cold slither up across his back in the cockpit he turns around and he sees a cape cobra <laughs> literally making a cape i shouldn't i shouldn't be laughing this is the deadliest <laughs> this is the dead this is the deadliest snake out in south africa Okay, Robbie is nodding, but he he can't get the words out. So, so this person is flying a plane, uh, the seven seater plane, and then the literally the deadliest snake in all of South Africa. Man, he, are you okay? He is dying. The deadliest snake in all of South Africa, you know, wraps himself around this person. Ro- Robbie, uh, you know what I really love is that Robbie is doing this weird silent laugh. You know, he's not just like letting it out. And and uh, I'm I'm assuming that you're trying not to laugh at this person's massive misfortune. Okay, is this uh, okay? Let's. Let, I'm going to do some interview with Robbie, and he's going to nod yes or no. So, Robbie, is this person oh, okay? The person's fine. Oh, praise God. Okay, <laughs> this okay. is why it's funny. Okay. So what's so funny about it is. But 
he obviously freaks out, right? He goes, ah, there's a snake in my cockpit. So he makes a call for um, an emergency landing. And so he brings the plane down in 15 minutes, right? Everyone gets out of the plane. They've got the snake capture guys like the experts there. And they go in and guess what? They can't find the snake. <sighs> they spend three hours searching for the snake and they can't find the snake. No. In the- <laughs> so the- <laughs> this is the funny part. So the pilot gets told by the company, hey, time is money, guys. Get that plane turned around because it's for the mining industry. So they get the plane turned around. <laughs> and he's told he's got to fly the plane back to the mine no. site, knowing that no. the snake is still in the plane. <laughs> so he dresses up. <laughs> no way. He dresses up with some crazy... Um... <laughs> oh, man, it's so funny. Man, are you... I've lost the plot. Okay, okay. So, he, how does he dress up? Let's 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 get those big words. Come on. He gets a great big like um, firefighter jacket. That's sick. And an umbrella. And a whole bunch of other stuff. Anyway, listen. And no one was harmed. And to this day, when they've landed the plane, they pulled it apart. They spent two days pulling the plane apart and didn't find the snake. Oh, maybe the snake slithered out. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Robbie Bergen is sitting before me. Hey, that was trying awesome. to. I'm composed now. I'm composed. Are you sure? No, like not really. as of like 15 seconds ago, you were. It's such dying. a funny story. The guy's sitting on a plane with a fire extinguisher, a golf club, an umbrella, and he's just. Flying a plane with a cobra. <laughs> I, I love the twist ending, though. I know, the, right? The, because they couldn't find it, they're like, maybe the snake didn't never exist. existed. Yeah. He swears it was there. He's like, no. It yeah. Like, yeah. I just read the detail again. It says that once the snake went across his back, he's like, okay, stay calm. He calls the emergency guys and says, I'm coming in for an emergency mm-hmm. landing. And he says the snake is caught up at his feet. <laughs> So he's claiming the snake's on board, man, but they right. could not find it. And it's only a seven-seater. It's not like a, you know, a, a, a um, 747 or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that many places to hide on a little seven-seater. Yeah. And uh, two days to pull the plane apart, couldn't find the snake. Wow. Anyway, the good news is is that no one was hurt. He's okay. It's a hilarious story. He's okay. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. That is amazing. Hey, let's have another clue for the quiz. Let's do it. Um, question number two. Who said... How long will you waver between two opinions? Oh, okay. You know? If you know, I believe so. Oh, good, good. I believe I do. 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw to win a Faith FM t-shirt, which I, uh, I had some people. So we, we had our booth on Super Sunday. Yes. I had people coming in. I had some people buy the t-shirt and one of my friends, from college shout out zed he's like one of the most stylish people i know right and with a name like that you'd have to be i i convince you i'm like zed bro like imagine this shirt double xl it's going to be hanging off you because he's he's a bit of a a small bloke as well you know we're we're we're, both of us we're kind of we're shorties he's like imagine this shirt hanging off you you're wearing like some baggy jeans as well and some cool shoes dude you look so stylish he's like yeah, I would. That would be amazing. And he, that, he, 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 he tapped, bought that shirt. He tapped the car. He tapped and, he tapped and go. You know, wow. he, he tapped and went. So it is a pretty cool shirt though. Like I think it's got like that whole, you know, um, 
music vibe. Obviously, yeah. it's radio, but it's got that whole... Absolutely. Yeah. So, you want to win this. Because stylish people wear this and you want to be stylish. And if you don't win it, you've got to pay for it. That's right. That, that's ultimately what we're doing here, is enabling you to get Faith of M merch without supporting us. So, we're supporting you. Yeah. Um, but to the rest of you who don't win, we'd also like you to support <laughs> us because you love Faith FM and we are incredibly blessed by our listener base. And, you know, through you guys are listening. We also, because we gave out tons of stuff too, like for free, you know, yeah. stickers, fridge magnets. We have so much stuff that we want to give to you guys just so you can represent and, and get around. But hey, 0491-064-669. Give us that question one more time. Who, oh, sorry. Yes. Who said, how long will you waver between two opinions? Amen. 0491-064-669. Now, uh, getting a little bit, uh, a little bit more serious, serious, a little bit more tragic. We've been talking about some tragedies. We talked about what happened in Kenya right. uh, with those Christians who had died because they just decided to starve themselves waiting for Jesus to come back, which was incredibly unfortunate. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Signs of the Times today, but before we get into Signs of the Times in Alabama, I, I really struggle to say that word because I'm like... Sweet home Alabama. Alabama, but, but then I'm like, oh, am I saying it with an American accent? Because if, if I was to look at this word and pr- pronounce it with an Australian answer, I would say Alabama. But that's obviously yeah. not how you say it. It's Alabama. I, I so, have a song in my head from back in the day. Oh, of course, yeah. of course, of course. But in Alabama, in a city called Dadesville, uh, there has unfortunately been a shooting that has killed four teenagers and injured 28 others. Is this is a new one. This new is shooting. fresh. This is, this is brand new. This happened yesterday. Whoa. So this is, this is fresh, brand new. It's, it's recently happened. And the pastor of the church there, his name is Ben Hayes. He is from the First Baptist Church, which is a huge church, actually, in Alabama. It's like a 3,300-member church in Dadeville, Alabama. So it's a big, big church. Uh, He is calling for the people. He says, rise up and join me as we show the community that God is still in control and has the power to heal the broken hearts and to change lives. Mm. I think I, I I was looking at this message. You know, he continues on. He says, my heart is broken today. I stood outside Lake Martin Hospital until 3 a.m. watching the hearts break as families learned the child had been, you know, uh, shot or... And was it a school shooting? Even worse. It was in a party. So it was a teenage party. Oh, so okay. a school-aged party. Yep. Uh, it wasn't a school, but it was someone's house. It was it was a school. Uh, the, the shooter... So we don't have any information on him because he's under 18. Yep. Uh, the shooter was a high school kid, right? you know, shooting other high school children, which is incredibly sad. Um, but yeah, like, and especially in, in town like Daysville as well, it's, you know, not, not the biggest area. It's, it's, you know, Alabama as well, uh, mm. regional town. So people, everyone knows each other yep. and it's, it's a massive tragedy. Uh, but he goes on to say, he says, if we want the violence and evil to stop, then we must kneel in prayer and then stand and fight this battle with the weapons of our warfare. This battle cannot be won if we don't work to change the hearts and the lives of our children and of our youth. And so, just just reading this, knowing knowing this guy's 
background as a as a Baptist as well, and Baptists are, are particularly interested and particularly focused on the sovereignty of God, the right. fact that God has everything in control. What we see in Scripture is that uh, we see a, a, a Satan who has been cast down to this earth mm-hmm. and claims control of this earth, and I think the aspect of what he's saying is that, yeah, we need, if we don't work to change the hearts and lives of our children, this battle can't be won if we don't work to change the hearts and lives um, of our children, of our youth. And when we look at school shootings, a lot of people see them as, a lot of see, people see them as an act of gun violence mm-hmm. or a hate crime or something like that. And, and Joe Biden has come out, you know, as a response to this and says, pass the laws, restrict guns, you know, cause that, that they're, yeah, they're that's, mantra that's at the moment. Yes. Um, I don't want to necessarily weigh in on the gun control conversation, but weighing in on the school shooting conversation, what school shootings often are are actually just public suicides. Mm. Uh, rather than they're usually not hate crimes or attacks of that nature. Sometimes they are, but in in the case of a teenage school shooting, usually and in this case especially, they're a public suicide, and because of that. Then it's like, okay, what area do we work in to prevent something like this? And it is in the area of supporting people in regards to their mental health. Yeah. Uh, and helping these children, helping these kids to be able to get through. Because it's so, it's such a sad thing because ultimately the perpetrator is a child. That's right. And yet they have the ability to bring such harm and, and in, in any, any other crime, right? It's like they would be tried as a child and they would be given trial consequences. Uh, because usually, you know, crimes committed by children are because it's because they're by children or, you know, maybe a 16 year old or whatever. They tend to be of a lesser degree. They get child, tried as a child. It's like, Oh, you stole something. You did this, did that. But it's like taking someone's life is taking someone's life. Yeah. And so it's such a sad situation. And so ultimately, yeah, all that we can do to prevent these kinds of things. Well, here in Australia, school shootings is an issue, but what is an issue is suicide, depression, uh, just violence in general. Uh, as Christians, we need to live up to helping people uh, with what they're going through with their mental health. And I just know from my own experience, you know, not being a Christian, becoming a Christian, going through struggling with depression and, and suicide and those kinds of things. Um, yeah, it's, it's wholeheartedly been when my, when my church family has surrounded me and has, has given me that support, Mm. but also has led, when I've been led closer to Jesus, when, when I've been, when the people around me have promoted to me, oh, draw closer to God, have that closer relationship to God, with God. And, and I know, like, I have a testimony in my own life of going from a place where, you know, being on antidepressant medication and, and, yeah, really being in the trenches and struggling with that to a place where I'm now no longer mm. uh, needing that. And that's not necessarily for everyone. You know, we're all in different places and we all have different, different stages, different well. stages, different yeah. chemical makeups of our brain. And I'm not going to criticize my former self. Like, oh, you know, you took Medicaid. Like, that's what I needed at the time. But I can see, like, as he's saying here, he's like, this battle cannot be won. Um, if we don't work to change the hearts and lives of our children, like God wants to heal our kids. God mm. wants to heal everyone. Um, and, and that's exactly, you know, Jesus has lived, died, resurrected, 
and you know to give us the opportunity to repent and have salvation but also he's wanting to do a work today of the holy spirit working in our hearts to heal us and to prepare us for heaven so i i i see sad tragic situations like this and it just reminds us again and again the world is hurting Mm -hmm. and we need to uh yeah we need to reach out to these guys absolutely you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different Welcome back to Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88. And Robbie, you are going to give us another clue for the quiz. I sure am. This one, if you if you can get this one, you're going to go into the drawer for today's giveaway, which is a Faith FM t-shirt. Here's the question. What type of animal did Balaam ride on? That's such an easy oh. one. What type of animal did Balaam ride on? If you know the answer to that, text it in to 0491064669. That's 0491064669. And you will go into the draw for a Faith FM t-shirt. Mm. We got some, we got some friends, some guests in the studio this morning. Uh, I'm looking across to my little friend here. Do you know what, what animal Balaam rode on? Dodo? Okay. Don't well, shout it out. Well, well don't, don't, don't say because we'll, we'll get the answer out there eventually, but, but you'll know, you'll be reminded of the story. Hey, you are listening to the breakfast show here on Faith of M and we've come to the time as usual in which we do an interview with someone. We've been having amazing interviews so far with people here at camp and sitting across from me, I have none other than David from TVAC. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm great. Yeah. Great here this morning. How's your camp been so far? When did you, you get here? What have you been up to? Yeah, I got here Friday, Friday afternoon, mm. um, and we set up pretty late. It was a bit bit annoying, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> get Same vibes, <laughs> like sun was going down, driving in on Friday, like, hey, can we get our stuff now? Like, oh, <laughs> feeling, Getting dinner was a bit annoying, but uh-huh. um, nonetheless, no, it's been awesome. A uh, real blessing uh, to be able to hear the, the various messages and the programs and the workshops that have been going on mm. uh, so, throughout the days. So just to qualify for people who don't aren't in on the acronyms, you're from TVAC. What's TVAC? Yep, so TVAC is a, is an acronym for a school up in Moolumba, Tweed mm. Valley Adventist College. Right, okay. Mm. So what do you do at the school? So I'm the music teacher there, and I've been there for five years-ish, and so I teach um, primary music all the way up until uh, HSC music. Oh, wow, okay. So you're so this is in your lane there. You're covering awesome. the whole spectrum, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I, I'm a music guy. But, uh, okay, so you're covering the whole spectrum. You know, some people, I remember going to school and having music teachers. Some of them were like, again, in, in your position of like teaching all the way up until HSC mm-hmm. music. I had some music teachers who they just threw in for the day and they're like, all right, kids, uh, do you know, smoke on the water? We're going to, that's, that's going to be our, you know, bum, bum, bum. Why is it every school music, program starts with that song. I remember doing that when I was a kid in grade seven. Do you prescribe that in, in your music class or are you, you doing something a little bit more classy? No, no, I'm doing I'm doing more advanced stuff where I give them recorders. Mm, more advanced. I see how Hot cross buns. On the oh, hot, oh, okay, okay. Hot cross buns. <laughs> Mary had a little <laughs> lamb. Um, yeah, the good stuff. The good stuff. But hey, we've got you in this morning. Uh, well, last year or the year before, I believe it was in the no, last, it was last year, yeah. in the last couple of years, last year, we had you in here. Well, we had you on our show over the phone, I believe, talking about an album in which TVAC, the school released and put out there. And here we've got you again because the ball has kept on rolling yes. and you guys have another project out. So tell us all about it. What is your new album titled? Yeah. So the new album is called All Praise to Him. 
And so this is another album, like the first one, where we dedicate uh, the songs um, to um, strictly to hymns. Mm-hmm. Um, one reason is because we're really poor and they're copyright free. Yes, yes. <laughs> copyright you. free is just like, we can make this for free. <laughs> no royalties, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Which is great. So, um, yeah, so we have 10 songs on this new album. Uh, oh, and awesome. the previous one had six. And so, um, yeah, it's been pretty cool to be able to work on this one. Now, the special thing about the album is that it is made and produced and recorded in-house at Tweed Valley Adventist College using students yes yeah yeah that's incredible now i a question that i always love asking is regarding the process and and always asking people like oh how did you write the songs but your process would be so wide in Mm. scope because you've got all these kids to work with How, how how does that function how does that work yeah, so like the last one, um, you kind of pick those who we believe that God has given uh, a gift of musical talent, mm. uh, specifically singing. Um, it's no instrumental really music in there, but rather singing. And um, and so we seek out those who uh, have that talent. We ask them, would you like to be a part of this? And they say yes, or they say no. Mm-hmm. And we haven't really had anyone turn it down yet, <laughs> so, uh, any student turn it down. So um, we get those students, um, and I go back home i get um all of the the backing tracks ready and the soundtrack um to then when the soloist goes into the studio Mm. then um i play it with them and then they obviously sing into it and Mm. then one by or four by four and get the choir in Mm. so four people in there to be able to do the parts awesome and then you'll lay the tracks over each other and uh and put it all together go through the process of mixing I'd love to know how long does that take? Like from from mm. the bare bones. Like, okay, we want to do. We're going to be playing one of the songs up very soon. We're going to be playing mm. "How Great Thou Art." So, "How Great Thou Art," fantastic, amazing hymn. What's your process of taking that? Like, mm. how you know how how long is it from when you begin to when you've got a fully fr- like fleshed out recorded mm. mixed track? Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, with How Great Thou Art, um, it's a bit different to the other ones. And so I'll just oh. briefly talk about both. So How Great Thou Art is an acapella, um, uh, song or arrangement that we did where we had seven of the people who did the solos <clears throat> come in and just do a part each. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we all recorded together in the studio. So we had seven mics, um, and we went from start to finish. Mm. Um, multiple times to try and get multiple takes to get mm-hmm. the best best that we could out of um, each one and um that, which was a really fun process <clears throat> it's actually on youtube where we filmed um a promo of how we actually ca- came to the end product and the practices and stuff like that that mm-hmm. we did so that whole process so we came in start to finish practice etc cetera, etc cetera, for roughly three hours mm-hmm. um this is for one song for right? one song wow yeah mm-hmm. this is for yeah for how great thou art and then uh, for the other songs, we had, um, as I said before, students four by four coming in. Mm. And I set out a roughly two and a half, three hour time slot where we go through each song. So we went through 10 songs in three hours where four students would be singing the soprano part, right? Then the next time slot, we would have four altos coming and singing every single song or every single hymn, but only the alto part. Wow. So that would take three hours out mm. of. So you're really project managing this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it took a long time. It does take a long time and um, all of my holidays. 
<laughs> okay, so, so that's the time period in which you're actually recording. Usually, yeah. is is during holidays. I mean, it does uh, help you to be able to get students because then they're well. You could say, oh, but they're out of school, but then they're also not in class. Exactly. So you can hit them up and and get them in. So I have a quick question from a techie point of view. Yeah. What software do you guys use? So we use Logic Pro. Ah, oh, Apple guys. Very good. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, Logic go. Pro. Yeah. So. That's what we use for a lot of podcasts on Faith of Him. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 I love the program. So Thank you. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, you're, you're a music teacher at TVAC. Now, I have, a, I was talking to a friend last night, actually. The nature of camp meeting, you know, just got <laughs> talking to friends and talking to friends. Mm-hmm. I was catching up with a friend last night. They're a music teacher at, you know, another a Christian school and they're telling me about their work. It doesn't include recording albums. Usually, uh, the work, you know, they're at, they're at a K to 12 school, a, a nice K to 12 school, but yeah, it doesn't usually include recording whole albums with the students. Uh, I'd love to know, and maybe we've talked about this before on, on Faith FM, but yeah, that process of how you guys as a school came to a place like, mm. oh, we want to record albums. We want to have a recording studio. We want to enable kids to be able to make professional level music. Mm. How did that? come about for you guys? Yeah, so uh, Paul Four, who's the principal there, he's been the principal for maybe 12 years, and Vaughan Jones, who's um, a staff member there, he's also been there for maybe a bit longer, maybe 15 years. Um, and <clears throat> Paul came up to Vaughan and he said, look, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And Vaughan's like, yeah, I'm 100% down to it. Anyway, so the idea was there, it was birthed, but nothing really happened until we had a man called Ivan Vitri um, come to our school via volunteer basis. So he volunteered his time free of charge for almost a year to help with construction, electricity, et cetera, et cetera, and WHS and all of that stuff. Anyway, so he said, by the way, I'm an electrician and a carpenter. And he just has all of these traits. And so he said, well, if if there's anything else that you need help with, and Paul's like, well, we do want to make a recording studio. He said, I'm volunteering my time here, free of charge. Let's do it. Wow. Get all the resources, everything for free. So it's just epic. So we, um, well, not we, but he starts working on that with another person called Andrew Thompson, uh, who's a father of a student who used to go to the school. Anyway, so they work on the studio, and I think they finished it in 2018. Mm. And then 2019 is when we um, release, no, 2020. Was it 2020? No, I can't remember. Anyway, um, where we actually start recording for the first album. Mm. And so um, it was all because of volunteer work. People wow. volunteering their time, free time to be able to make this an opportunity and reality for the students. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. so it seems that God has really brought a team together mm. because again, resources in this space is, is, is one of the big things. If in the music industry, particularly, if you hear any stories that come out of that, like the reason people sign record deals is so that they can get upfront money to invest as resources to record their music. Like every record deal ever is actually a loan. <laughs> like no, it's actually, you know, when you sign a record deal, it's like, hey, we're loaning you money. And if you don't make this money back, a lot of record deal, con- like a lot of contracts actually stipulate that eh, and you have to pay back. So yeah, a, lot really? of, a lot of people flop in the music industry and, and they have, debt. They, they have mm. massive debt mm. uh, because the process of recording music over time, it's gotten easier and easier and easier. The advent to the internet and uh, the fact that, you know, you don't have to, well, for a long time, you, you had to buy 
we always have to buy equipment, but yeah. you'd have yeah. to buy like the equipment prices has dropped and dropped and dropped, but still it is a process that costs an incredible amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. And for a school to just say, Oh yeah, we're going to do a recording studio. You know, that's something that obviously not all schools can do because it's like, hey, we, we need to, we need to look after our kids, make sure they're getting educated. Mm. But it's amazing then that God was able to work in that space and find people to just show up and just do yeah. it for free. And then I guess for you reflecting. So how, how long have you been the music teacher at, at TVAC for? Yeah, this is my fifth year. Okay. So I should be getting accredited, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I need a BSS. <laughs> so with the with the doing the the album, um, this is a second album, is yeah, it? yeah, second. So we're doing the albums. What's what's your goal as a school to create mm. an album? Is there a is there a purpose behind it? Is it just like an exercise for the students? Like, talk to us about that. Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, I I have uh, a firm belief that everything that we do as a school needs to be channeled through this idea that we need to bring people to Jesus. Amen. And so part of the music industry, um, or maybe ministry, you could say that we are part of, the, is specifically for people to be closer to Jesus. So uh, three reasons why uh, we, we started doing albums. First reason is to provide students with a way in which that they can connect with God musically, mm. um, but then also see their own work and wow. be as mm. maybe proud of them. Wow, that's me kind of thing. Mm. Um, and to connect with the lyric and, and the song. Two is to be able to have listeners hear those songs and be connected to God that way. Um, a famous writer wrote that the songs or the Christian things uh, that we listen to, specifically music, are also a prayer. And also as we sing, it's also a prayer. Mm. And so for people to listen to have that as their own prayer kind of thing is pretty epic. And then number three, for people to hear the music and the quality music that is coming out of the school, they would put up their hand, actually, I want my child to also experience that too come to the school and experience Jesus that way. Mm. Um, and so it's a way to bring people to TVAC um, to, for them to experience Jesus and to also listen to the music that connects them with God. Wow, multifaceted. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. And I think I am such a big believer in we can see, like our, our trust, our faith in God grows when we can see him working through us. Mm. And mm. I think then giving the, these kids an opportunity and and from what i understand you know not all of them coming from christian backgrounds not all of them mm-hmm. coming from christian families giving them an opportunity to be able to to work in a ministry space and to see god work with them and, and i love that too to see the results of it like oh wow like look look what's come from this it, it would be incredibly faith building mm-hmm. and i know for myself even just personal interaction with tvac i know i met a lot of the students a lot of the year 11 students last year they came down to the ayc program mm-hmm. and i i went out with them you know we we were in the city of newcastle and they were there you know sharing the bible with people and then on the way back in the bus they're all singing these songs <laughs> yeah. and and it, it was like wow the, these guys are, are just i i felt like these guys have something going on with jesus and talking to the other teachers and they're like yeah like half of these kids aren't Christian or don't come mm. from Christian families. It's like, wow. Wow. Like God has used that to bring kids to a place where they want to, especially coming into that approaching adult age, mm. they want to live a life following Jesus and serving him. And they've been able mm. to experience that through the music ministry. So David, thank you so much for telling us all about it. Now all we have to do is sit and listen. Uh, we're going <laughs> to, really we're going to have right now. This is how great thou art by Tweed Valley Adventist college. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder 
consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.